Northwest Podcast. I'm here with Nate and Alan, and we got AZ Tony Stark and Batcap, a.k.a. Sean Richter. We're going to talk about cosplay tonight, you guys, building suits and all that fun stuff. How's it going, everyone? Uh, it's going great. Thank you for having us. Great. So, yeah, awesome. So, Sean, I see that you're very involved down there in Southern California and San Diego with the cosplay community and everything and what continues to inspire you to be innovative when you're creating you know new pictures and costumes with your fellow cosplayers down there oh man you know honestly i just love it so much like it's pretty much my entire life as far as my personal life goes uh pretty much all of the friends that i have all the people i spend time with uh are con goers cosplayers charity group volunteers, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, certainly any opportunity I get to put on a costume and 100% I'm there and I never get tired of it. Um, I have way too many costumes to admit, so don't ask me how many I have. Oh, uh, I love it. I just, I, just, I just love doing it. I love doing charity work. I love going to comic conventions. You know, even even if the convention is kind of a dud, where, you know, there's so many people that I know at the convention, it's, it's more about just kind of hanging out with your friends and, and having a good time and spending time with each other. So love yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, Sean, Sean, I have a question. Um, uh, number one, and this is for you too, Tony. Uh, uh, first, I'll, I'll state your ages. I'm kind of curious how old both you guys are. And number two, when, what age you started and what got you sparked into this uh, uh, cosplay and wanting to do this uh on a regular basis. Go ahead, Tony. Tony you want to take that first? <laughs> take that? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, so um, I am 49 years old, and uh, I've been doing this, oh, I'd say 20, 24 years or so now. I got into this when um, Lois and Clark was out. I was young and pretty back then, or young ish and kind of pretty not real pretty but i had a boss who thought i looked like dean kane and uh, so i so i, I you know I, I they didn't back then they, you couldn't go to any, every store and buy a superman shirt they, they I, I looked everywhere i couldn't find one so i went to my hobby lobby and got some craft foam and made my superman emblem and and my first clark kent uh costume my daughter walked in and she's like you're superman like yeah and she's like fly she was that kid that wanted proof right then but uh so I, and then and then after that i just started i, I started i slowly got into getting a full suit and and volunteering at my kids schools and once that led to uh to to uh joining a, a cosplay group here in phoenix called the justice league arizona i was their superman for years and then about five years ago we we uh, started Comicare, and we just all we do is is hospital visits. So we do 60 to 70 hospital visits a year, and, and um, I'm the CEO of that. And it keeps me really busy um, lining up the visits, and and uh, we're we're launching a new we're launching a new um, Comicare site in a in an undisclosed city that I I can't tell you yet, but it, we should be opening up two maybe three more comic care branches in the next six months so oh wow we've got we've got a lot going on right now it's kind of a crazy time we're putting in 
you know, it's, 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 it's we, we've, we added our Deadpool, I don't know if you know Deadpool Cameo, he's, yeah. he's just amazing, what a great guy, what a, I mean, I could, I could, I could take up your whole podcast just talking about the, <laughs> the, the, the team, the team that I've been blessed to have, but. I think yeah, we I'm all are guy. blessed, I'm super old, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm 49, and that's to answer your question in a long way, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I haven't been doing this nearly as long as Tony, but sadly for me, I am older than Tony. I am 50, and uh, I started cosplaying about six or seven years ago. Uh, I was not, I mean, if you know me, my whole life is superheroes now. Like, my house is pretty much like a superhero museum, mainly Captain America. He's my favorite. Uh, No team cats? You can't. You you pretty much can't go through a house, a room in my house without there being some kind of memorabilia or poster. I have a lot of my costumes on mannequins and stuff. So, uh, however, when I was young, I was not into this stuff at all. I mean, you know, I'm sure when I was a kid, I played with superhero toys and stuff. The only I've never been a big comic book reader, and I, I still am not, which is kind of funny. The only comic book I ever remember reading back a hundred years ago when I was a kid was Sergeant Rock. I was really into World War II stuff when I was a kid. I remember that sure. And I loved reading Sergeant Rock, but I was not hugely into superheroes until um, I have a son named Gavin, he's 13 now, and he you know, I think the natural progression when you have a boy is when they get to be about three or four, you start watching superhero cartoons, which back then, that's that's all there was. Um, you know, Iron Man and Hulk came out. I think he was three when that came out. Um, so we started watching, uh, I want to say, what was the Avengers animated show that was on then? I can't remember the, the name of it, but it was an animated you know cartoon about the Avengers, and then there was a Spider-Man cartoon that was on. You know, they kind of come and go, but we started watching those. And, you know, I live in San Diego, so we had always seen on the news San Diego Comic-Con. It looks like a nightmare, you know, like, holy crap, look at all the people who want to go down there. Nobody in their <laughs> right mind would want to go down there. When it's, Avoid downtown San Diego at all costs when Comic-Con is going on. But anyway, when he, I think, was four, we decided, what the heck? You know, he was really starting to get into superheroes, and I really enjoyed watching the cartoons with him and stuff. And we went online, I think like a month, about like a month before Comic-Con and bought a Sunday ticket because back then you could do such things. And we went into the Beast. That was my first comic convention was San Diego Comic-Con when he was four. And we loved it. And it has, for me, it has completely snowballed. Since then, I go to as many comic conventions as I possibly can. We have a lot in Southern California. Uh, I've been to... Phoenix Comic-Con, uh, which is where I've run into Tony a bunch of times. Um, I've been to comic conventions in Chicago, Vegas, wow. Portland, I think that's uh, all of San Jose. Um, any chance I go, I, I never get tired of it. I love it. I love cosplaying. I love comic conventions. You know, that's so awesome that both of you have gotten more involved with cosplay with with your family and your kids. And it sounds like for both of you, that has even spurred what you're doing today. Yeah. um, I mean, my son doesn't do it as much anymore, mainly because his mom and I split and I only am with him part of the time, but he still does it when he can. Um, However, I am with someone new. I recently got engaged and she 
Uh, I like uh, Tony was saying about his friend. I could spend the whole podcast talking about my relationship with my fiance and how marvelous. Congratulations! It, how marvelous it is, pun completely intended, to be with somebody that. <laughs> When we met, she had always wanted to cosplay, but never had really done it. And then when we started dating, boy, she dove in head first and has not looked back. And being in a relationship with somebody that loves all of this as much as I do is just amazing. It's been awesome to watch, seriously. Just the whole proposal and stuff. Tell, tell the fans listening how you propose. Uh, well, well, okay, so I live in San Diego. She lives in Portland, where you guys are. And we met in San Jose, kind of in the middle, and uh, at a convention. And we both were through some pretty rough times. We were both coming out of very long, very difficult relationships that had fallen apart. And we were both we were both in a pretty dark place for a good number of years with our previous relationship. And we both had just come out of those. And we met, and we just hit it off partly because of our fandom and our love for Marvel and Star Wars and DC and all that, but also partly because we had just come down the same road practically in the same time in our lives. And we just really hit it off from the get-go and, like I said, started cosplaying. Uh, we do a lot of cosplays that go together, like Captain America and Peggy Carter, that kind of thing. Um, and I've been to a number of world premieres for the Marvel movies in Hollywood and she had never been to one, so she actually wasn't going to go to that premiere because it was on a Monday, she's a school teacher, and it's difficult for her to get time off. And basically everybody at work told her she was out of her mind if she didn't come down to go to the premiere with me because I was gonna get to go and she could go, but her work was holding her back. So all of the other teachers told her she had to go. And uh, basically she landed at LAX, I think at about two, and we drove straight over to the LA Convention Center where the uh, Avengers Endgame premiere was happening. And uh, through some people I know at Marvel, I had finagled a way to get us onto the purple carpet. Uh, cool. Right before all the celebrities showed up, right in front of all the cosplayers. There was like a hundred or so cosplayers right behind us. And uh, it was funny because I had this all worked out and of course she didn't know. So, um, Ryan from Marvel uh, came over and he's like, hey, you guys, Sean, you've been to a bunch of these premieres. Why don't you come out here so we can interview you on the purple carpet? And I was like, gee, okay, what a surprise. This is great, you know, knowing exactly what was gonna happen. And she had no idea. She just thought we were being interviewed. So they asked us a couple of questions about cosplay. And then I pulled out the ring and told her that I had gone to Neva Delir and had a giant dwarf make me something really cool. It wasn't quite as cool as an Infinity Gauntlet, but it did have some stones on it. And I got down on one knee and asked her to marry me. And I was dressed as Captain America and she was dressed as Peggy Carter. And no idea, of course, that Peggy was gonna be in the movie and that Steve and Peggy were gonna end up together in the movie. It was blowing. Ah. It was pretty awesome. And yeah, I, I enjoyed watching the live stream of the the end game premiere and then I was like, Oh, there's two people I know. That was so awesome. So. You, you you want you want a little fun tidbit to that story that nobody knows yet? Let's hear it. I, so so I was standing about fifteen feet away and I too <laughs> had been talking to them I too had been talking to them about going and doing and and, and getting out before the the, the celebrities got there. Because yeah. I was carry I, I had my ring with me to propose the same way. Oh, um, 
Nice. And he and you guys did the, did it about five minutes before I I was when after you did the Kenry, do you still want to do it? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. But I literally no had the ring, I, yeah, I had the ring on my on my left on my left finger, the it, underneath my glove the whole night because that's what I I, I was going to propose that night and I was like. But you did get to propose to Brittany later because I do remember watching that on one of your feeds. Do you want to tell everybody how you actually proposed? Well, nothing as crazy as that. I just, I mean, I had, I had, I had been carrying (laughs) the ring around in my car for about a year, and um, looking for the right time, and and um, we always after the after Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, that's one of our major fundraisers for Comicare. We always—it's kind of a tradition to go out for dinner afterwards, and uh, after the whole con's over. So we went out to dinner that night, and we're all just exhausted, and you know, talking about the con, and we had just gotten our matching tattoos that day because they had a tattoo uh, set up, a tattoo artist set up right next to the Comicare booth, and so we got, both got the Avengers. The original six Avengers tattoo. Oh, cool! Um, we got m- matching tattoos that day, and I know essentially, but but yeah, but and then at dinner that night, I I, I proposed, and you know, it was nice. really I, sweet. I, yeah, awesome, I've never you guys. Tell, I've never gotten to tell Sean that. I was like, like yeah, well, that that was a beautiful moment. It really was. But dog on you. <laughs> Dude, I, had, I had no idea. Now I feel bad. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, no, don't, 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 no, that was, don't. Don't feel awesome. bad. I, oh, this makes for great. I think, well, yeah, everyone's going to enjoy listening and hearing these stories. And It's amazing it's kind of, how cosplay has brought, like, families. Cosplay friends are basically like family, second family, you know, and it's amazing. Oh, I've loved yeah. watching Gavin, I've loved watching Gavin over the years. He's done so many great, you guys have put together some fantastic, phenomenal costumes for him, and I mean, and I, and I, 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 I it made me want my daughter, it really made me want to push my daughters to do it too, and, and I've got three daughters, and they all three of them over the years have, have gotten a suit up with me at the, for visits and for appearances and things and there's nothing like it. It's so much fun. It's so it much is. fun. It is. And you it's like it's family oriented and that's what's cool is you can take your family to these events and conventions and lots of fun. Well, and even just between, it's like you guys have your relationship. I know the three of us on the podcast have that relationship where you you spend a day doing volunteer work and then or a con, and you go out to dinner afterwards like your family. It's so great that you can find that wherever you go. Oh yeah, and there's, I mean, there's nothing better than than IHOP or Denny's after a con, and, you know, <laughs> eating food you really should never eat, and and just just talking about the silliest things. We've got. Our Spider-Man is named Christian. He's you guys probably know the, he's the Marvel couple on Instagram. That kid yeah. is the funniest kid. I, I just love him to death. But I I could spend hours just not saying a word and just listening to him. And he'll never stop talking. He just talks and talks. Talk. But what a great kid! I just have yeah. It is just like family. It's just so much fun. So I have a question for you guys. I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to know what the the most recent thing that you've built that you've been working on and what materials you use to make it out of. 
Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I, I, I can go real. Mine will be real quick. Um, I've never played Halo in my life, but my best friend Shane is a huge Halo fanatic. And he, we cosplay together a lot. And he recently 3D printed an entire Halo costume. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't want to invest that kind of money and I don't have a 3D printer, but I did just come across a uh, Master Chief costume uh, that a guy here in San Diego made out of EVA foam. That's not too bad. It's not, you know, nearly as good as a 3D printed suit, obviously. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a lot of, uh, give it a lot of TLC. It's a little bit too small for me. Um, so I'm gonna have to do some work to make it a little bit bigger, but I, I'm gonna paint it up and make it kind of my own. Like my, uh, my friend has a, a blue, uh, like nondescript, you know, not a specific character, just a, a blue halo costume. So I think I'm gonna paint it red and uh, kind of make it my own. I, I, I couldn't build something like that. I'm not that good with foam. I've worked with foam before. I can make simple things. Uh, you know, I just can't make like a whole suit. I don't have that kind of skill set. But I can take an existing suit and modify the heck out of it and kind of make it my own. So that's going to be a lot awesome. of fun. Awesome. Yeah. What about you, Tony? Me? Uh, let's see. So whenever I get a little bit of time off, I like to spend time in my, in my little shop. And Sunday, I, I put together a, a, a Batwoman kit, um, which was kind of fun. I used the EVA foam. I got into that because I, you know, I, all of my suits, people are always asking, what is that made out of? And when I tell them it's foam, they're like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, over the years, I've worn so much foam that uh, foam I had best. to get... <laughs> yeah, well, I had to get I had to get used. To, I had to get good at not just making things, but I had to get really good at repairing things and and keeping my suits on. Like, if you've seen my well, Ryan, the suit I was wearing when I when I saw you on my my trip, that yeah. suit at that time had over 300 uses on it. Oh and, yeah. And she's still in use. I mean, she gets a new paint job here and there, and she, I keep her going. But she's got 450 yeah, appearances on her now. And, wow. And um, so she's she, she's a workhorse, but so I've gotten yeah. real good at keeping things going. I keep, I have an Etsy shop where I sell I sell armor and I, I do lots of helmets and that type of thing. But it's for me, it's just kind of a fun little. I I, I really enjoy. The older I get, the more I enjoy um, just building in my shop. I love just you know turning on Netflix out there, watching a movie, and and just and just putting something together. It's kind of fun having a You're stack of You're just like Tony and... Stark. <laughs> oh, no. But I am. I, do, I did find a, a nice pattern that I really like, so I'll be starting a, a, a new Mark 50 on Sunday. So Ooh. that's my next pro- that's oh. nice project. Well, yeah, right. you, know, you know, I've got, I, I have um, Israel Magante. He's, he's always been real good to me, and, and, and we've had a good relationship, and he's building a suit for me now, but I've always wanted to say, you know what, this was all built by me. And so I think my, my skill as a builder is getting to the point where I can I can pull that off and, and it, it'll be fun. And that'll be cool. Yeah. Maybe he's he's more renowned. Like, like yeah. uh, people are always like, why don't you just build this? I said, because Israel Magante is like, he's like the Michael Jordan of foam builders. Oh, I'm yeah. just like a good, I'm a good college player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tony, uh, how many how many suits do you have you have your one that you said you have quite a bit of mileage on do you have like a, a backup suit or a three suits or I mean I know um, that Sean mentioned he has mannequins of his uh, mm-hmm. his variations as well how many suits Tony do you have oh gosh you know what oh, 
It's more how many suits have I had? Because I oh, don't yeah, marry a suit. Go. I don't marry suits. I, I just I just date them for a while and then I get rid of them and I get another one. <laughs> now but, that's uh, like Tony Stark, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you so go. I, I think Stark patches. Uh, I think over the years I, I've I've probably had at least a dozen Iron Man suits. Um, some of them I, I really like, some not quite as much. And, and uh, but usually I, I keep them for a while. That that the, my Mark 40, 42, 43, that that one that I wear all the time. That's that's kind of been that, that's got sentimental value, so I'll never get rid of her. But but I have that one, and I have uh, uh, the one that I wore to the to the premiere. So I've got those two right now. I've got a I've got another one in the works. So I usually have I usually have three suits at any given time because I put a lot of wear and tear on them, and and um, I need to have those. But you know I also have Aquaman. I've got I've got a Batman. I've got Superman, Shazam. Um, I'm sure I'm losing some a couple of them out. But oh, I, I've got Ant Man and Captain America. Sorry, Sean. I, I do a little bit of more of a Bucky looking cap, but yeah. You should do Bucky. I, <laughs> well, and I and I do and I do have a Winter Soldier arm that I made, so I got all the ah. I've got a lot of bases covered. But um, it, it's so funny. I, I it's it's uh, I get a I just get so many requests for Iron Man on the visits that I don't really get to even I don't really get to do a lot of uh, a lot of other characters when we're doing those. So it's always a treat when someone asks for Batman to come out or someone asks for Shazam or for Shazam so and I in fact I'm sorry I'm talking so much but I'm just I gotta say the reason I got into cosplay was because someone thought I looked like like Dean Cain and would call me Clark I recently got to do a hospital visit with Dean Cain which was that was cool I saw yeah, it was really was neat fun. yeah <laughs> the guy he was so good with the kids too such a sweet man and and uh it was neat. He, he he came in regular clothes, and I got to be Superman. So oh, like, he cool. got he was Clark, and I was it was it was it was neat. It was what an cool. awesome throwback! Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Dean Kane, Mr. Ripley's <laughs> believe it or not, right? Is that what he's doing that day? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I I tell you that that was for me that was one of the highlights of my probably one of the one of the biggest highlights of my of my cosplay career. Very cool. Hey, I ran in. I ran in. The other part was doing a visit with you, Ryan. I mean, of course. Oh, thank you. What were you saying, Sean? Uh, I was going to say just a funny story, real quick. I crossed paths with Dean Kane at a show once, I think in Sacramento at Wizard World, and I was in. uh, I was in a full cap suit, of course, and he was, you know, he was there taking pictures and signing autographs. But at the time, he was being escorted across the floor. Uh, by a volunteer probably back to his booth or something and we were headed right for each other and he looked at me and I looked at him and I smiled and I said Clark and he kind of chuckled and he just went Steve and I was like yes <laughs> oh that is awesome fandom at its finest right yeah. so yeah that's great uh, so philanthropy charity work we all do it what do you do specifically in the San Diego area with your friends Sean, what what kind of charity work? Yeah, I mean, you guys do so much. You do so much charity work down there. What uh, what keeps you going? What what uh, what are some of your key events that you do on a yearly basis down there? Um, well, I'm in, I believe, four different clubs to some degree uh, down here that all 
it's kind of funny. Like there are a lot of, I don't know about Tony, but if is they're the same way, but we seem to have a lot of annual events that happen every year and just one way or another, one club gets in contact with one event and then that club ends up going to that event every year. Uh, mm -hmm. Kind of happens for all four of the clubs that I'm in. Um, however, you know, there's a lot of people like I'm in all four clubs. There's a lot of people that are in two or three or all four of the clubs that are going on down here. And uh, if, if one club needs help, um, you know, we don't have any problem reaching out to people who aren't officially in the club, but we know are charitable cosplayers and are, are good people that would do a good job. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of people that come out and do events that aren't even in the club that is attending the event, which is nice. Um, there is a, uh, there's a lot, in San Diego, there's a lot of charitable 5Ks, I guess maybe because there are, there's three different areas in San Diego that I can think of where it's pretty easy to do a 5K, you know, without closing a bunch of roads. Like one of them is right alongside Balboa Park, which is kind of a main thoroughfare. So that's yeah. usually the bigger ones would be there because they have to shut down 6th Avenue, which is the main road that borders Balboa Park. But there's a couple of other areas where there'll be uh, smaller 5Ks that are kind of around like park areas where there's like a bike trail or something where they don't really have to close down any roads. So we, we tend to do a lot of 5Ks in San Diego for various different events. Uh, some of them are superhero themed, so we fit right in and some of them aren't, but everybody loves superheroes nowadays, so they have us out anyway. Um, there's uh, one of the groups I'm in called Kids Can Cosplay does an annual, uh, it's one of my favorite events. It's, gone, it's happened every year since I've been doing this. And uh, the guy that runs it, a good friend of mine named Jay, he uh, has it at his church and it's a, it's a holiday fundraiser uh, at the beginning, or not fundraiser, it's a, it's a toy, I guess a toy, not a toy drive, it's not where people drop off toys, it's where, like toy distribution basically. So at his church, um, he has a bunch of different lands, like Marvel land, DC land, Star Wars land, Disney princess land. And oh, cool. they collect, uh, they collect donated unopened toys uh, for like the month or so leading up to the event. And then when they have this event, they have Santa and Mrs. Claus come out. Um, and then they have all these lands and it's, it's for underprivileged families that maybe don't have the money. You know, they've got kids, but maybe they don't have the money to buy Christmas presents. So it's, a, it's about a four or five hour event if the families come out and they have bags of toys that they hand out to the families and the kids and they can get photos with all the costume characters and Santa and Mrs. Claus. Uh, and that, you know, Christmas, the holiday time of course is a really great time of the year to do charity work as you guys all know. Um, I don't know, it's the best time of year to do it. It's always the busiest time of year for me because there's just more events because of the holidays. Yep. Uh, you know, putting, putting, true. putting smiles true. on kids' faces any time of year is wonderful, but at the holiday time, it's, I don't know, it's just more magical, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. How about for you, Tony? What are you guys doing down there in Phoenix? Oh, we don't do any charity work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you're funny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, comic no, care. I, I, Everyone knows about that. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it, 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 uh, when we started comic care, I was... I. I was doing, I was in two or three different charity groups at the time, and, and we were in, we were doing lots of the same things that Sean does, uh, we're doing lots of 5K runs, and, and there's, and I love them, I still do them, I still do lots of those. Um, twice a year we would get to go to Phoenix Children's Hospital and do the visits, and, 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 uh, and I was very fortunate to do a few of those, and I really liked them. 
and uh, my my partner Zeph, he he approached me. He, he he's like, hey, I, I I just think I think that that what you do is great, but how would you like to do just hospital visits? I'm like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you don't stop right there. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. So it's just uh, we're a comic book delivery service. So people donate their comic books to, to Comic Care for a tax write-off. Not always. They don't always take the tax write-off, but that's a big that's a big selling point. Uh, if you take your comic books to a comic book shop, you you, you know you, you'll get pennies on the dollar in most cases. But if you donate them to a charity, you can write them off. And so we started off with I had a box of comic books, and each child would get a comic book and a sticker. Um, but now we've got close to 200,000 comic books in our storage facility. Whoa, so that's huge. Isn't that yeah. funny? I mean, so when I go to hospital now, the kids, when I, when if a kid likes comic books, they get a stack. If they love comic books, I leave them a full box. Yeah. So we did a hospital <laughs> wow. visit at Banner Thunderbird last week where we gave out 1,500 comic books. And we, we average about 1,200 comic books per visit is what we give out. And so it's just so much fun. It's, 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 uh, we, we work with hospitals all over the Southwest, but you know we, we work real closely with Maricopa Medical Center, Arizona Burn Center, uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital, Pardon Medical Center. Um, I, it's, I, honestly, I, I joke a lot, but it's hard for me to really describe what we do without without breaking down a little bit but um when you walk into a room and, and, and you can just make those kids forget about why they're there forget about what's going on just for a few minutes I mean every room that we go into is a five or ten minute short party and uh people are smiling and taking pictures and we're jolting with them and we're, ta- we're not talking about why they're there we're talking about who's your favorite superhero you know hey did you see this movie and we're just kind of geeking out with them for a few minutes and we leave. The parents are taking pictures with us. We, you know, we're signing comic books for them and 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 taking pictures with them. They really, when you people, when you leave, you're you're just exhausted from smiling so much. And I, I gotta tell you that that what I want when I leave a hospital visit is I just want a bottle of water and I want my couch and I just pass out. <laughs> it's, it's like the best feeling though. I I, I love it. But so we we. Every year we've increased. We were when we started, we were doing 10 or 20 a year, and, and uh, you know, and then I went to 30 or 40. I mean, we're doing 60, 70 hospital visits a year now, and yeah, and you're busy. It's, it's really neat. It's it's fun. Um, but, but and and we've got a, quite a staff now. We've got probably I think we've got total with heroes and people working behind the scenes. Uh, we've got 25 people working at Comicare now. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. All volunteers, too. So um, hopefully one day, you know, we, we can have some uh, a paid position for, you know, someone who does it all the time. But, <clears throat> but right now it's, just, it's all volunteer work. But we have a great time. Yeah. No, that's great. Thank you, guys. Passion. I love your passion in this. This is both you uh, guys are, are, you know, just amazes me. And, and just due to the time that you've been in this uh, community uh, of charity as well as cosplay, you know, I see this not getting old for you guys. I, I see you guys doing this uh, much more into uh, your, you know, 50s. 
and uh, and I, I'm just impressed by it. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. That was, that was very nice of you to say. For me, I mean, hang, being around people like like Christian, knowing that that you know he and his fiance Jenna will probably take over for me at some point. It, it kind of keeps me young, and I know that I, I can't be a hero forever, but I'll transition to working behind the scenes and setting up the visits and working with the comic books and that type of thing. I don't think I'll ever stop doing this. I, no one's going to ever remember that I was a good corporate trainer, but they're going to remember I was that silly Iron Man that used to do TikTok videos <laughs> and make kids laugh and, and be kind of silly. I, 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 you know, I, the main thing is you, you just can't take yourself too seriously. You just, just have fun with it and make as many people smile as you can and enjoy yourself as long as you can do it I, Sean I would have never thought that you were older than me I would have thought that you were I thought you were late 30s early 40s so super soldier good on you. yeah <laughs> yeah so that's for everyone out there cosplay is for everyone no age restrictions we've got the proof right here on the Northwest podcast I was just going to say one of, the, one of the things that I, I was just thinking about this the other night when we were at dinner after uh, there was a little convention in Pasadena this last weekend called uh, Nerd Expo and uh, one of the clubs I'm in the Science Fiction Coalition we have what we call victory dinners so after after any reason that we're all in the same place together an event a con whatever some of us if not all of us always go to dinner together and it's kind of a tradition now so we're at dinner uh, at, at Islands and there was music playing and you know there were all ages there's all ages of people in the group and uh, uh, one girl, she cosplays with her dad. And, you know, her dad is more about my age. She's probably 22, maybe, quite a lot, a lot younger than I am. And uh, I don't remember, I think it was American Girl. It was a Tom Petty song. It was a Tom Petty song playing on the radio. And she was, I was watching her across the booth at dinner, and she was totally, like, bebopping and moving her shoulders to the music, you know, really enjoying it. And then she, she got this puzzled look on her face. And then she went kind of deliberately into her phone and started typing stuff in. And I'm like, no, she's not. She's not doing what I think she's doing. Yep. And then I see her like nodding to herself and get a smile on her face. And I'm like, you just looked up who's singing this song, aren't you? And she's like, yes, it's Tom Petty. I didn't know that. I'm like, how could you not know this is Tom Petty? And I was like, oh, yeah, she's 22. Of course she doesn't know who sings it. But the, 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 the point is cosplay not as much charity work maybe but cosplay in general really helps keep us older guys young and it helps bring together like why would i be hanging out with a 22 year old girl at dinner on a saturday night with a group of people you know like there's there's people in their 20s there there's people in their 50s there and we're all together and we're all having a great time enjoying what we do and that aspect of cosplay is really beautiful to me absolutely one other thing i want to say though in, in, in the sense of us old old timers is that go, go take take some time and go look up the ages of all of the guys that are playing and that are playing these characters in the movies. We're we're just right where we should be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever seen that uh, that meme or that picture or whatever, that it says something about you're never too old to cosplay, and it's photos of like a bunch of the Avengers and current actors that are superheroes in movies and their ages. And I, I took that one time and I photoshopped a picture of my, my it's, it's just a picture of their faces. So I photoshopped a picture of my face in one of my cap helmets and put my age, which I think at the time was like 48, and posted it and a bunch of people shared it. And you'd be surprised how few people were like, 
that is that is not Chris Evans. Who who is this guy that's 47? Chris Evans is not. What is going on here? But most people just stared at it and were like, "Yeah, you can't know. You're never too old to cosplay." I thought it was really funny. That is funny. That's hey, cool, gu- though. Hey, hey guys, I, I want to just say how this is inspiring to me because uh, what you're saying. I, I'm uh, on the podcast. I, I'm the elder on here because I'm I just turned 53. So and and so if you go to my my page, um, I do cosplay 66 Batman, uh, X-wing pilot, uh, Cornelius from the Planet of the Apes, and uh, and so it's that to me what you guys are doing is just says you know what I'm not you know I'm I'm okay <laughs> you know. You know, so uh, so I appreciate that you guys are saying, hey, you know what? After this, uh, like you're saying, Tony, you know what? I, you know, when I'm done, I pass the baton. I'm going to continue to do this. Uh, Sean, when you're doing uh, CAP, and you've got many years to go, by the way, many, both you guys do actually. So, you know, you you keep you keep this going, and you know, you'll you'll continue to keep me going as well. <laughs> so, thank you on that. Awesome. Uh, hey, yeah, go, go, go for it, Tony. Yeah. No, I was going to say that the, the, MC, the, the, the Tony Stark in the MCU was born in 1970. So that's the same year I was born. So I'm thinking, that's good. I, I'll take it. I still yeah. got a good four. <laughs> yeah, and, and he didn't die till 20. He didn't die till 2023. So I said, I've got a good four years left. <laughs> ah! There you go. <laughs> Enjoy me for four years. I got four years. People. <laughs> and we know how old Cap is, right? So we'll just, yeah. Oh yeah. Cap, Cap had two lives. He went back and, re- and rebooted and started all over again. So there I, you go. I, yeah. Me, but yeah. I, I have to tell you. I have to tell you in that regard, going just for a second, going back to the, the proposal and all that stuff, you should have seen my fiance sobbing. Well, I was crying too, but she was crying more at the end of Endgame when, the, I mean, the movie end was, ended with them dancing. And she still can't, I, if I just start singing, do, 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 she's like, stop it. And she starts crying. It's hilarious. She's going to listen to this later be mad at me for saying that. But, no, okay. I think it's all good. So, speaking <laughs> of weddings, when are your guys, do you guys have dates yet? Sean, do you have a date yet? Uh, we're shooting for next summer, but no, we don't have a date yet. Okay. How it's, about you, Tony? How about me? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no dates yet. No dates uh, yet. Two Tony Stark fans, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> make sure. Make sure one doesn't steal it from the other on the same day. Yeah, you, got, yeah, you, guys you, have, to you have to be day. able to go to each other's weddings as well. Uh, uh, that would be hilarious. Tony, is your wedding going to be a uh, cosplay-themed wedding, or what, what are we talking here? You know, I, I, at this point, it, it goes from some days it's let's just go to the courthouse. Some days it's it's, uh, it, it's we're gonna have a big a big cosplay wedding. One week it was let's let's do it at the Ren Fair. Ah, oh, you know, I, I yeah, this it's, it's, she's 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 definitely one of a kind. She has a lot of different. You know, we may wind up having a Doctor Who wedding. Who knows? She, she she does as many she does as many characters as I do. I'm surprised think, you guys aren't like doing the weddings at a, a comic book convention. To be honest, <laughs> well, that's that's probably not out of the not out of the, the, the realm of possibility. You, you know, planted the, the seed. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, we're wait, gonna. Huh? Do- 
There's going to be one in Phoenix and one in San Diego. Yeah, you know there'll be different weekends because they do the shows different weekends. So there you go. See, yeah. There, there. You got to that. to this wedding. Yeah. Well, we know we know that ours is going to be Marvel themed. We have that much nailed down. Um, we have a good idea what I'm going to wear. She's going to wear a custom made dress that a good friend of mine is going to wear. I'm not going to reveal to the world what that is, but it's going to be very far from uh, a traditional wedding dress. So I'll leave it at that. And the guy. I, I hope we'll get to us. see pictures after the fact then. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and the guy from I don't know if anybody on here knows who Brian Robinson is. He's a cosplayer from Illinois that looks pretty much exactly like Clark Gregg and cosplays Phil Coulson, who is yeah. also he's also a pastor. He uh, oh. he is going to be uh, our pastor. So he's yeah, going to officiate. Oh, that's awesome. As Coulson. <laughs> Very nice. Cool. Yeah. So I'm trying let's... to talk. I'm trying to talk her into a rescue armor. Is what I'm trying to talk. Oh, yeah. there you go. So, do you guys have any closing thoughts for any cosplayers or someone that wants to get into it, like beginning cosplayers, or they've wanted to do it, but they're afraid to take that risk? Go for it, Sean. What would you tell a beginning cosplayer or someone that wants to get into into doing it? Well, first and foremost, any cosplay is 100% for every single human being on the face of this earth. No matter who you are, how old you are, what you look like, what your body type is, you can cosplay. Um, and anybody can be any character. Cosplay to me is a celebration of the character that you are dressing as. Some of us, like Tony looks a lot like Tony Stark. Um, I wouldn't say that I look like Chris Evans, but I am pretty tall and have broad shoulders and blonde hair. So. You can take Steve Rogers, maybe. Sadly, I can't grow a full beard. I tried to do Infinity War Cap, and I can only grow a goatee, so I have that going for me. But um, any, anybody can cosplay. Anybody can cosplay any, anybody or anything or any character. Um, I, I think the most powerful resource when it comes to just about anything nowadays is the Internet. But when it comes to cosplay uh, specifically, there are a lot of groups and forums and resources on uh, on Facebook that you can join. Um, you know, if you go to conventions and you start to make friends with people, talk to cosplayers. You know, ninety. You know, there there is drama in cosplay, just like there's drama everywhere in life. It's no different than any other realm you can find, uh, any other fandom, sports, whatever. There's going to be a little bit of drama. I actively avoid that stuff, but. 99, I would say 99% of the cosplayers you're going to come across at a convention are supportive and will help you in any way they can, give you advice, answer questions about their costume, where they got it, how they made it, whatever. Um, attend panels at conventions that are related to cosplay. Um, Facebook and social media in general is something that really, I don't know, it really helps. For me, it really helps cosplay be an everyday thing. Like, we don't have events or comic conventions every day, but every day I'm on Facebook talking to people about cosplay. So it, it, it makes it a more continuous stream of information, if you will. Um, you can buy, you know, everybody has a different budget. So if you have the money, you can pretty easily find a pretty decent costume uh, on Facebook Marketplace or a forum or, or a, a Facebook group. Um, a good example of Facebook groups, Tony. There's probably an Iron Man group, I'm guessing, but I'm in a uh, yep. I'm in a Batman a Batman cosplay group and a Captain America cosplay group on Facebook that focus only on those two characters. 
and there's a constant flow of people selling costumes for those two characters in that group. So if you're looking to buy a pretty nice Captain America costume at a, a reduced price and not new, uh, join one of these groups and there's there's always people selling costumes. There's the, the RPF forum, Facebook group and website. Um, what's the one? Heroes Heroes Costumes for Sale, something like that. I don't know if you guys are in yeah. that one. That's a big that's a yeah. big group on Facebook where people mm-hmm. are all selling stuff. Um yeah. No. Superheroes, no, co- no heroes for hire, no costumes for sale, something like that. That one, it's a weird name. I don't know. Yeah, why yeah, it's that, a weird. But it's a big, it's a big <laughs> group. It's, it's constantly got people selling stuff. Um, you know, if you can't afford to spend uh, a big chunk of money on a costume, maybe start with something simpler. It is addicting. I will say that I am 100% addicted to cosplay. I can't get enough of it. Uh, once you do it and you get recognized it is and people want your photo it's it's a it's a wonderful feeling my my fiance when she first cosplayed i got her a, a really nice wonder woman costume because she's thin and has long dark hair looks like a great wonder woman and we went to uh, a, cos- a convention in portland and i was like how many people i was batman so i'm in a really nice justice league batman costume she's in a really nice justice league wonder woman costume and when you have multiple people then more people uh, when you have multiple people that match costume-wise, more people want your photo. And I said, how many people do you think are going to ask for your photo today at this convention? And she was like, I, I don't know, five or six. And I think I think it was over a dozen before we got in the door. And she was just blown away. And everybody, the thing, the thing that I'll never forget she commented on was she never realized how supportive people are. Like, for example, she's... She's a woman in a Wonder Woman costume. Another woman will walk by uh, in a Phoenix or a Rogue or some other costume, and they'll talk, oh my God, I love your costume. Oh, I love your costume too. You look great. Oh, you look wonderful. Wonderful is Wonder Woman. Everybody at a con, everybody in an event like that is really supportive and helpful towards each other, and it's, it's great. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Sean covered this, covered it pretty good. I, I, I don't have a lot to offer when it uh, in addition to that, uh, when it comes to getting into cosplay and the cosplay community, but I will say that I get people asking me all the time, not so much how do I get into cosplay, but how do I do what you do, and how do I get into, how do I get to visit kids, how do I get to get into the charity aspect of it, um, and what I tell them is I say, you know, choose, because it's a little different, because Cosplay is. is for everyone. It is for everyone. But there's, it's just like it's saying I'm a, I am love sports. There's all kinds of different sports. Even if you take a specific thing like bodybuilding, there's all different kinds of bodybuilding. There's natural bodybuilding. There's, there's the guys who get like as big as a house. There's guys, you know, there's, there's, all, there's just different types of cosplay. And there's different types of cosplay for everyone. If you want to get into the just the charity aspect of it, I would say... Choose a character that you love. Also choose a character that is fairly iconic that, that people recognize and are drawn to. And then start going to you, finding any charity event you can find and go out to it. Just go out there. Make as many people smile as you can. Get, well, get known in your community. Hey, that's that Spider-Man that shows up. I love him. You know, and pretty soon you're, you're, you're in, you'll find yourself in a, a charity group that, or, or in a, a, a costume group that supports other charities. And before you know it, you get caught up in it. 
And but but I would say if you want to do if you want to do the charity aspect of it, just get a costume of a character you love and make as many people smile as you can. Get down in there and take pictures with you know get down on the kids level and take as many pictures as you can with them. Make them smile. Spend some time with them. It is a skill you can you get better at dealing with the the, the kids. It's something that that I mean a lot of people are natural at it are very good at it from the get-go but some people like myself get better at it over the years um but yeah you just kind of hone your skills and and uh take every opportunity you can to suit up and get out there and make people smile thank you so much you guys you guys have been awesome it's been so much fun to talk cosplay and the whole charity aspect of things and it's just neat and I, I i love all of it it keeps me going i'm very passionate about it uh along with alan and zanade i mean we appreciate your guys' time it's been a lot of fun do you guys have any closing questions or thoughts zanade alan for well one thing tonight? i wanted to yeah one i wanted to ask both of you and, I, and i'm just i'm just saying because it, uh, it, I can say this for myself, I find cosplaying also therapeutic. Because in our day-to-day jobs that we go to, I mean, how is it? Is it like therapeutic to you? Is it like kind of a, you know, if you're having a bad day, it's great to. I mean, how do you how do you guys uh, look at it that way? Every day, every day is as Tony Stark is a good day, right? I mean. I mean, I, I honestly, people, it's, I get, I, I have people that message me or, or I'll be at a hospital visit and they'll thank me for what I'm doing and, and, and they'll, they'll come up and thank Deadpool, they'll come and thank all of us and all of us, honestly, we feel embarrassed to say thank you, to say, you know, you're welcome or, I mean, we get more out of it than the kids do. I, honestly, there's not one time that I've ever suited up that I didn't feel like I was walking away with more, getting more out of it than the kids did. Every single time. And, 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 and I feel, and sometimes I feel like that's a it's, a, it's almost like a selfish thing. You know, I'm saying, yeah, we're doing like 50, 60, 70 hospitals. It's selfish because I get more out of it than the kids do. So, uh, I, I, yeah, it recharges me. Yeah, it's what I do. And it's, to me, it's, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's what gives me, other than my daughters, it gives my life meaning. So it's more than just a, a, a hobby for me. It's, it's, it's what, it's what I, I'll be remembered for, hopefully, at least in my little corner. That's so awesome. You know, just as a closing, I just want to say thank you both for coming on the podcast and sharing everything that you have with us tonight, both about charity work and cosplay making. And uh, it's just so wonderful to know that you guys are out there in different states doing very similar things to what we do up here. And, you know, hopefully if others are inspired, whether they're going to do charity cosplay or just make their Halloween costume a little bit better, that might lead into something else. I really appreciate you taking the time tonight. Uh, thank you so much for having me and Sean it was fun listening to you um, I, I, I don't get enough time to talk to you when we're at the at, at, uh, at the cons but I gotta tell you over the years I've been a huge fan of you I've been a huge fan of your son Gavin as well he's amazing and I hope to see him out doing more he, he did an, an amazing Tony Stark at one point too so anyway um, 
Well, thanks, man. The, the feeling is definitely mutual. I'm kind of sad that we don't ever really get time to actually hang out and chit-chat. This is, this is by far the most we've ever talked, so. <laughs> I, I really hope we can all get together at a convention one of these days. Don't know where, when, how, but one day I'm sure it'll happen. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to meet everyone on this, you know, tonight's episode, and, and uh, yeah, I uh, I respect everyone, all you guys. Thank you for everything you all do. I mean, this is why I cosplay is doing the charity aspect, especially the hospital business. Anyone that knows me, that's that's why I continue doing them. Doing can, I, the I add, can I add one last thing real quick that will everybody on this on this podcast will appreciate? Um, we did a charity event at Children's Hospital here in San Diego a couple of years ago. And uh, afterwards, a few of us went to a burger place down the road to have uh, dinner. And we were all just sitting around the table talking about how amazing it was and, and how great it was to see these, these little kids that were in the hospital for various reasons, you know, light up and smile and just the happiness we brought them and stuff. And it just so happened that uh, a woman sitting at the table next to us heard our conversation and she said, I just, I just want to let you guys know, she said, I, I work at that hospital down the street at Children's Hospital. And she said, so I just want you to know that you only spent a few minutes with each one of those kids, but I'm not exaggerating. They will talk about what you guys did today for weeks. And you guys brought them so much more joy than just the few minutes that you got with each one of them. You guys don't even understand how much this really means to these kids. And that was really amazing. I will never forget that. Love it. That and that's a great way to end. I thank you everyone for listening. Northwest Popcast. Been a blast tonight. Thank you, AC Tony Stark. Batcast <laughs> 50, Sean Richard. Da, 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 da. You guys. Oh wait, wait, wait. One thing. Tony, you gotta do a Tony Stark impression. Go now, you're on the spot. <laughs> Tony Stark impression? Oh yeah, do it. Um <clears throat> truth is. I am Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Sean. It's time to put you to the test, Mr. Cap. Oh, do you want do you want Cap or do you want Batman? Which one do you want? Oh, you do them go. You do them both. Do them both. Oh, do them both. <laughs> so yeah. So I just to throw in another little plug here. I, I recently got got uh, pegged to play Batman in a web series called Reverse Flash Origins. Yes. And I play and I play Thomas Wayne, not Bruce Wayne. So the Batman that's in the Flashpoint paradox, who has no hesitation to kill people, unlike Bruce is. Uh, and there was a line in the first episode where I talked about I was about to kill Reverse Flash, and uh, the Flash says, "Well, wait, Batman doesn't kill people," and I say, <laughs> "This one does." <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that's great. That's my, that's my favorite line is Batman now. So that's there you go. cool. Yeah. And Mr. Captain. Oh. Go. Yeah. Uh. How can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. Oh. Don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. I love that they did that at the end of the end game. Yes. The first. Don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. And yep. Bucky says, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. I love that so much. That's a great, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, everyone. It's been awesome. Have a Thank great you. night. Thanks for tuning in. Northwest Podcast.